If you want to know about a great girls basketball team at the high school level here in Columbus, Georgia, look no further than that school on the hill, Carver, Jack, and we and we have one of the head coaches here. We have the man who leads that program into pretty much a title contender every single season. You took the words right out of my mouth, Rex. O-D-H on the hill. We got the man who leads the Lady Tigers to state championships and beyond. That's next. This is on your sidelines. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. Hey, bringing in everybody. Welcome to On Your Sidelines. I'm Sports Director Rex Castillo, joined by Weekend Sports Anchor Jack Patterson. Before we get into our championship level uh, guest, we're of course got to do that T-shirt check in. Jack, you still got to roll. You say, yeah. Now go ahead. Just go ahead. This wasn't to make <laughs> yeah, the yeah. open old wounds, Rex. I'm uh -huh, sorry. Sure, that's fine. I'm just a baseball fan that's happy that baseball's back. Okay. <laughs> So that's what my T-shirt check is for this episode. I'm just glad that baseball is back and the Braves are on the field for spring training and we are getting ever so closer to opening day. I'm sorry, Rex, but at the same time, I'm not sorry. I have, real quick, though, how are you feeling about the whole Freddie Freeman situation? <sighs> Still sore? We don't, have enough, we don't have enough time on this podcast. It's a good point. It's a good point. Well, I'm also going the baseball route, uh, rocking the um, – Chattahoo shirt, bless their hearts. For those Let's of you, go hoops. Let's go hoops. Exactly. For those of you not from the South, this is a, a not a term of endearment. So <laughs> one of my favorite uh, shirts there. But actually, it is too. Yeah, it can, it can be. It can be. But from from the baseball diamond, both in the uh, for the Chattahoots and for the major leagues, we go to our championship level guest, head coach Anson Hundley from the Carver Lady Tigers. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, I appreciate it. Coach, uh, first, uh, before we get into like the, the, the Carver side of your career, where, so you're from Columbus and you graduated from Kendrick. Where did your love for basketball come from? Um, probably my high school coach, um, Coach Troy. He, he really taught me how to play. I wasn't the best player, so um, he really taught me how to think as mm -hmm. I played, and that's, that's what made me a lot better, and that's really what made me just kind of fall in love with actually knowing how to play and, and, and being able to do it at a high level. What position did you play? Um, I played in the post. Um, so Carver, throwing elbows and stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> man, you go up against Carver High School back mm -hmm. then. They had six nines and seven mm -hmm. footers. Oh, dang! They were huge. Yeah, they looked like the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> so, coach, uh, and then you you go from just learning to think about the game. Did you always feel like coaching was your calling? Um, I did, I did, but I really, um, when I got back to Columbus from college, um. I had some friends that were coaching. I said, I wouldn't mind trying that. So um, I ended up coaching at Kendrick with Coach Tinker, okay. and he really got me in, into loving coaching and, and, and really learning the ins and outs of being a good coach. Let's talk a little bit about your college days. Where did you go, and, you know, how did your career evolve from there? Okay. Um, I went to Morris Brown. In Atlanta. Morris Brown, yes, all right. Definitely, Morris Brown. So um, I went to Morris Brown, played football at Morris Brown. Okay. And um, after after um, college, I was actually an activity therapist at um, at the Bradley Center. So I did that for a little while, and you know that just really wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> that just wasn't for me. So um, like I said, I had some friends coaching. So I started off as a community coach, and um, started going to school and get my stuff together so I could actually teach and and coach. What was it about the women's game that that you wanted to be a coach in that realm? Um. 
Well, I actually started off coaching boys at okay. East Columbus. So that was my first. EC, let's there go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I am a part of the EC. We, we lost in the championship. Dang um, it. Yeah, we lost in the championship. So um, after that year, they wouldn't let community coaches do two places. Okay, so gotcha. at that time, I was coaching basketball at East Columbus and football at Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And uh, what changed was they said that, you know, if, you can be a community coach, but you have to do it all at the same school. And that's how I ended up standing at Kendrick. And, of course, I got with the legendary, the GOAT, the greatest coach ever, Coach Hicks. Uh-huh. And um, I started working with Coach Hicks, and he made me fall in love with the girls' game and, and just the push and how hard those girls will work for you if you work for them as well. So um, it, it's something that I probably would never change. What was it like working under Coach Hicks? Um, strenuous. <laughs> <laughs> Long days. Long, long days, and when the day's over with, um, you might have to go and shoot two or three hundred shots with him, just, <laughs> just because, um, <laughs> just, <laughs> just because. So um, it was long days, but you know, that's kind of where my work ethic comes from. Gotcha. So, so I saw what it took to win, and and that's what a, a lot of people don't have a chance to work with somebody that is as good as Coach Hicks. So they don't really know exactly how much it takes to be in those championship type games every year, and it's a lot of work that goes with it. You have a favorite Coach Hicks story? Favorite Coach Hicks story? Oh man, let's get back to that. Let me, let me <laughs> All right, think I got you. I got you. a lot of them. I got you. What I did want to ask you is: Were you there? Or were you a part of the staff when Kendrick was making those runs into the Final Four and state championship? Definitely. So wow. I won a state championship at Kendrick. And um, we lost twice in the Final Four. I got you. And um, those were some rough, rough losses, you know. Yeah. Those were some rough losses. So, um, and it wasn't, it wasn't time off. Mm. Lose is right back to it and try to get ready for the summer and get ready to try to win the next year. So. And that's the thing that I've always been so impressed with. A lot of the girls, especially the modern game now, is that, yeah, the, the season ends. It might end in the regular season, might end in the state championship game. But then I remember catching up with you after one of your state championships. Like, no, we're already back in it. Mm-hmm. Is that what it takes for the, girl, for the girls, especially in today's age? That like, yeah. yeah, the regular season's done or you have your championship ring. Well, there's more work to do. Yeah, that's definitely what it takes. Um, one, one, one thing about girls, they're not going off in the gym and, and just going to go hoop. You know, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like boys would do. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't bring them in, they just sitting at home chilling. So, you know, we take us a few weeks off, and then we get right back to conditioning, weightlifting, training um, to get prepared for that next year. Wow, that's <laughs> that's crazy. You've been coaching for a good little bit now, and you've kind of seen kind of the rise of the women's game mm-hmm. over the last, let's just say, decade. Yeah. You know, what, what has that looked like from your point of view, you know, how much the great, the game has grown over the last few years? Um, well, I think people are finally starting to realize that these young ladies can actually play. Yeah. And it's, and it's actually a fun game to watch. Um, before, you know, years ago, people just felt like it was a boring game. It wasn't much to see. Now you got young ladies getting up over the rim, dunking, slapping the backboards. Um, the women shoot just as good as the men. Sometimes um, better. Sometimes better. <laughs> Um, it's, it's a high-paced game, so it's, it's a lot more exciting um, than what it used to be. So I think I think the fan base is growing, which is going to continue to make it a game that that really earns its respect. And do you see that too? Like you, see, you know, Kobe Bryant before he passed, he was wearing the WNBA yeah, hoodies, yeah. and now more yeah. guys like I actually want one yeah, now. And yeah. How important is it for for not just females and but for for men who are also basketball fans to support the women's game? 
Um, I think the support should go all the way around. So, um, like you said, Kobe had he had young daughters, and yeah. that and and I think that's what made him start to love the women's game. And as more of those, you know, top athletes have young ladies um, or have daughters, then that's when you're going to see them support it even more and more because now they got to support their daughter yeah, who wants to do it, you know. Yeah. You want to be that dad who you doesn't gotta show be, Yeah, yeah, you got to be that dad. So Kobe was all over the place with his daughter, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So let's look at you. How did you end up getting over to Carver? How did I get to Carver? Okay. Um, I was actually at Jordan. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I took over the program at Jordan, and um, Coach Tinker was the athletic director over at, at Carver. And he really just called me and, you know, do you want to come over here? I'm like, you know, we pretty good. Like, <laughs> believe it or not, we, we had some pieces over at Jordan. Okay. We, we were going to be pretty good. And so I left, and they beat me twice the following the next year. And I had already told the newspaper after we had lost um, that Jordan was going going to win some games the following the following year. So um, he asked me to come, and I had some young ladies that I thought were would be coming over to Jordan, and, and they um, ended up not being able to come in. So I told him, "Yeah, I'll come." So I interviewed, and I you know did pretty well in the interview, I guess. And they worked out. Me. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. They hired me, and um, I've been there ever since. What was that transition like for you to go from assistant to like, okay, this is my program now? Well, I mean, mentally there has to be a switch, right? You know, again, being with Coach Hicks, he yeah. he, he gave you a lot of um, a lot of jobs, a lot of stuff that he needed for you to do, whether it's just working with the young girls or whatever. So when I left him, I was prepared to be a head coach at that at that oh, wow. time. And um, when I got to Jordan, I was an assistant coach, and I was under Coach Turner, who had just won the state yeah, championship, and, and 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 I was learning a lot from him. And then I took over the girls, but it was an easy transition. That's awesome. So get the Carver, and you have the opportunity not only to work with that program, but you get to work with Warren Bueller, who was <laughs> the boys' coach. And you know, throughout the years, I've seen the relationship that you two had. You know. What was it like, you know, coaching alongside him? Oh, man, it, it, it was awesome. First of all, shout out to Coach Bueller. Shout out to Coach Bueller, <laughs> absolutely. Um, it was awesome. We we became the best of friends. We, we, we're not even friends. We're brothers, you know. That's awesome. Um, so it was just like, you know, two good friends sharing thoughts, you know, hanging out doing what we love to do and and doing it at a pretty high level. Mm-hmm. So that that's what made it even even better that we were both very successful those years that we were together. Yeah, a couple of years one year where Carver boys and girls won the state yep. championship, right? Yeah, we both won it together. <laughs> that was a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great day. Yeah, let's actually I wanted to kind of pick your mind about it. You've been able to win a couple of state championships. You know, let's go into those state championship runs a little bit. That year where the boys and girls go to Macon, win the state championship. What was that like? Oh, man, that that was different. Um, and like I, I told Coach Bueller, and I, you know, even in some interviews, might have been with y'all, I, I said he just would not let me win it by myself. <laughs> I can't have a day God. by yourself. He had he had a lot of tough games he had to go through, and we're looking at our side of the bracket. And we're saying, man, 
we might be all right, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and he had a gauntlet to go through. Sure. Woodward Academy with mm-hmm. big um, my guy at Auburn. Walker Kessler was yeah, on that Walker squad. Walker Kessler was on the team. He had to go through them. Um, of course, everybody remember the big dunk by AJ when he dunked over Walker. Yeah, yes. that was a fun That's day. Right. That's right. So, <laughs> so um, as much as I wanted them to win, you know, okay, this is my time. Like, <laughs> like, there's no, I want you to win. And I'm saying, I said, there's no way he's gonna beat all these folks. <laughs> There's no way we're going to win this thing by ourselves. You pull every, up. Every time I look up, we'll win, and I'll send it to him, or I'll text it to him, and then I look up, I say, okay, we won that. We're good, <laughs> boy. You know, then the next one, then the next one. Then we get to the state championship. I'm like, okay, you got to win this. <laughs> and he looked over at me, um, probably so in the third quarter, America's was up on him. Yeah, that, yeah. Get, that yeah, game that was, was nuts. Game. And, he, and he shook his head like, he looked at me and shook his head like, no, nah, it's, it's over. And I, I shook my hat and said, man, you got this. You better win this, <laughs> you you know. So um, they pulled it out, and, and it was just, a, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of celebrating, just a great time with each other. Awesome. You, you were also able to coach some amazing talent like Olivia. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I remember her kind of talking about how early on she was kind of bullied, and then she blossoms mm-hmm. into this basketball player. For mm-hmm. you to, to take it – a young woman like that and to see real see her game grow not only but to see her everything she accomplished definitely on three by three on the three on three stuff i mean the, the going to louisville what was that like for you to coach a talent like that um different mm-hmm. very different um because you 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 sometimes forget you have a whole team gotcha when you have somebody that talented and, and, and you know my girls have said it like like, coaches, you know, you made it all about Olivia. You know, we had to come down every time pass the ball to Olivia. And and I think you learn from it, but having having somebody that talented, it, it makes your job a lot easier. But your your, your other kids are always going to feel like, you know, they, they don't really get that you're trying to win. Mm-hmm. And when you're going up against tough teams, hey, you got this tool right here that you can use that's going to make sure that you get what you need. And I need you to use this tool as much as possible. The kids don't really understand that. And and, and that's when, you know, you start having some division a little bit, but, but outside of that, she was just a great person. Um, very humble young lady. Yeah. And, and she did an awesome job um, for us. It, It wasn't so much of me coaching her. You know, she, she came in a little overweight, I think she might drop about twenty five or thirty pounds, and the rest was history. Well, I mean, by her senior year, she you yeah. could tell that was Division yeah. One talent, yeah. hands down. So, with all these accomplishments that you've done so far at Carver, what stands out the most? Hmm. Probably that first state championship. Oh yeah. Probably the first state championship. The second one was was was. Was sweet. It it, it 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 was, but that first one, being able to do it with Coach Bueller, yeah, um, being able to do it with a set of girls who you who you know came in to try and win. I had I had young ladies saying, you know, Janai Love here. Her mom said, you know, let's go get you a class ring. Let's go look at some class ring. And this her junior year, and she said, "My class ain't gonna be my state championship." Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so they they just walked in and believed that they were gonna be able to do it, and I'm looking like, oh, "Okay, we are gonna see," you know, and and you know, ultimately they they did do it. 
And tonight is that what Georgia Southern? She's right? at Georgia Southern, killing it. Yeah, playing for Coach Howard. Playing for Coach Howard, definitely. They, and they knocked off Auburn like to start off yep, the season. Yeah, they did. That, they that did. Was crazy. They beat Auburn. Yeah. So uh, and then you go, you're starting to get uh, when after that first championship, the second one was you know you, you had these girls who who were able to do it mm-hmm. early on like you know like Kiki and all them. Yeah. So what is it like having that kind of leaders on the court that? for that second stretch because Kiana, she, again, she took on the, the leadership role. Like I can be, I can be, I can lead this team. Kind of mm-hmm. what Olivia mm-hmm. did. So what was it? What was that like for you to see? Um, you know, first that, that it was three good leaders on that. That's team. true. You know, yeah. we, had, we had three seniors. Um, all of them went off to go play college ball. Um, but I think for as far as having somebody like Kiki, again, she just made the game easier. Yeah. You know, she made the game easier and, and I had learned from the Olivia situation not to put her in every situation, and right. and that that helped the the other seniors blossom. So you had Anasha one, you had yeah. Beecham, mm-hmm. um, and they were killing it. Yeah, they, so they were all this, fantastic. Yeah, and this group of girls that we have now, they just kind of got to ride the wave, you mm-hmm. know, go in, help out some. And, Go sit back down, <laughs> you know. Shout out to Nashawan. It took us long enough to pronounce your name properly. Yeah. Our bad. Oh <laughs> man, that 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 all. When we found out how to pronounce our I name, I felt so bad. I was like, I felt so, so we've bad. been mispronouncing this girl's name for the entire. And season. I just could tell yeah. that Jack had like you just got a tongue lashing from the family, did you, or something like that? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like and me personally, like I take pride in making sure that everybody's name is pronounced correctly uh-huh. because you know. I want to make sure that people pronounce my name. For those of you who don't know, Jack is a nickname. That's also so, true. So I want to make sure that everybody, you know, I take pride when people pronounce names right. So I try to take pride in that. <laughs> Coach, uh, oh, did, did you? No, have go a, ahead, go ahead. Coach, I, the thing you mentioned is you were you were very receptive to your players from the Olivia situation, and that's how you handled the the Kiki situation with Nash one and everybody else. Do you take a lot of pride in hearing the input from your players too? Because I I think there are a lot of coaches who could be very stubborn. It's like, no, this is this is the way it's going to be. But to be receptive to your players. Yeah. Um, I let them talk. I listen sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't run look, the team. Look, look, if it makes sense. You Got know. you. But no, definitely. Um, you know, those are the people out there playing. You know, they're, they're out there playing. They're, they're, they're putting the work in. So even within the games, if they see stuff we may need to change, mm-hmm. if I feel like it's some within reason, then we'll try it, you know, and, and see if it, it'll see if it'll give us a better chance of winning that ball game. So I definitely listen to them. Um, they probably feel like I don't. I'm sure they listen. <laughs> I'm sure they listen. They saying there's no way he just said that in front of all these people. It's on camera yeah. now, y'all. <laughs> so one thing about Carver, for those who may be on the outside looking in, is it's one big family and it's a family of the teachers and the students and the alumni, you know, ever since you started at Carver, what has been, what has it been like to have so much support behind you? That's what, um, that's what keeps me there to be honest. You know, it's, it's so much support. It's so many people backing us, backing the football team, backing, you know, whatever it is, it's just a lot of people that, that that's really there for those programs. It's just a rich heritage of um, people who love that school and love what it was and love what it's becoming. What's the best part about coaching girls? Best part about coaching girls? Um, 
If not, oh no, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about coaching girls is 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 truly they 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 want to be good. Yeah. They want to be good. They 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 not most of the time walking in like I'm the best thing ever. They want to work to be good, and and they'll 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 bust down a wall for you as a coach mm-hmm. if if you're treating them right and you're doing right by them. It's nothing they won't do to help the team to help you win, and and that's just something. That, shout out a lot of people say shout out to me for being a coach girls, but I say these guys that can coach men are some excellent coaches. Cause very much so. I I I know I couldn't do it. <laughs> I could I couldn't coach guys. They they are truly a headache to me. Um, but but. Yeah, they 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 just they're different. The girls are different, and and as far as their their love for the game and their love for the person that's coaching them to help them be better player, better young women. They just they just gonna give it a little more than than the boys to me. All right, all right. And you talked a little bit about you know when you said that the community around Carver is one reason why you're still there. You know, is there been any moment that just kind of sticks out to you? About like man, this place is just different in a good way. Um, now the the one thing that was different. So the first state championship, we uh, we had a parade and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, the second one, we literally had a caravan of people behind us with a police escort and caught police coming in and out, and we going through red lights and and. We had a block party the night of the state championship right at the school. Like, nobody was leaving, music playing, superintendent there, <laughs> just a straight block party for about an hour. And, um, like, that, that really stuck out. All we needed was fireworks going off. And that it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that, that really stuck out to me. And as you mentioned, it's the reason why you stay. Is that also the reason why you take your job so you coach with so much passion to give back to this community this way? Definitely. But also, I mean, you know, if you're going to do something, you do it with everything you got. Yeah. There you go. And you you push yourself, you push yourself as hard as you possibly can because, you know, at the end of the day, they're they're looking at you. It's not not those girls' fault that they lost, you know. It ain't their fault that they lost Luella. I may I may say all day long, hey, we missed twenty five layups and we missed thirteen free throws. But at the end of the day, that parent, that fan expect for you to figure out a way to win. So if you're not putting everything you got into it, when you lose, you know, and they're saying, hey, it's your fault that you lost. How much of that is true? If you're not putting everything you got into it, I put everything I got into it because I don't want to feel like that's true, but mm-hmm. I do understand that that's what has to be said. Understood, understood. And one thing I've known about Carver in the in the last few years is the coaching fraternity that is at that school. You know, from you to Coach Beulah and now Coach White and, you know, Coach Joyner. Coach now, Coffee. Yeah, and, you know, even Coach Long with the baseball program now. Don't forget about Del McGee. And there you go. Del McGee. Go <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so what has it been about just the coaches that this school attracts? Um, winning attracts winners, you know, so it's not a jumpstart program. It's a program where people are going to come in who 
who are already established and want to continue doing something. Um, it's not a program that you're going to have to rebuild, you know, so, so you're going to have a chance to bring in veteran coaches, good coaches that, that are going to continue to do a good job because you're going to have the athletes, you're going to have the players there, and you're going to have the resources and the backing of your administration in order to do well. I know a lot of head coaches also credit a lot of the work to their, co to their coaching staff, and it seems like you and your coaching staff are very, very close. What's it like to have those coaches behind your back and help run practice? Um, very easy. So I, <laughs> I just kind of walk around and kind of see what's going on. <laughs> Y'all come. Hey, let's, I, we need to do an interview. Do we need to wait on anything? No, we can do it right no, now. No. They got it. Just hanging so, out. <laughs> yeah, we, we just – so um, it, makes it, it makes it easy when you can trust the guys that's working with you. With, with you. Um, and I got a good staff, Coach Bowie, Coach Art, Coach Ford, Coach Reese. They, they're, they're there every day working extremely hard to make sure that those young ladies are getting everything they need to be successful. And anytime we stop by practice, it always seems like conditioning is, <laughs> is, is key because sprint, sprints, th yeah. that full court press practice yeah. must be intense. Yeah, it is. Um, in order to play the way that we play, you have to be in some pretty good shape. Yeah, um, yep. It's a lot of running and a lot of um, just a lot of hard work, really. So I think that's just what we got to do. So <laughs> my friend asked me, he said, um, how do you get them girls to press the whole game? I said, very carefully, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Best, so, and then you see, Jack also touched on it. Like, it, it, there never seems to be an off season with Carver when it comes mm -hmm. to championship mm -hmm. stuff. But also the the love there from the students there. We see we see the student section and the stands packed out for not only the boys game but the girls game as yeah, well. Yeah. So, what's it like to have that home court advantage every single time? Um, well, it's not every time. We got Fair. a lot of games with nobody in. It. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, big games they're they're going to come out and, and and really cheer on the team and. And those girls have got kind of become their own little rock stars around there. Sure so, you have. know, people people look up to them and people want to see them. Um, my son, he in that, he, he, he is in the, in the um, gym shooting or something. He's not saying, you know, Steph Curry. He named one of my players, you know. That's dope. That's yeah, awesome. crazy. So, so that, you know, people are starting to look up to him. And, and, you know, I tell them you got to carry yourself that way, you know. So, what moments step stand out, step out to you along this journey that you've been on with this team? You know, state championships or maybe even games that you know a regular season game. Is there any games that just kind of like, you know, man, what a game that was? Or you know, oh gosh, thank goodness we pulled this one out. Okay, um, it wasn't so much thank God we pulled this game out. It was more of look how the girls withstood the situation. So okay. um, first state championship, we all know um, Lovefield went, went down yeah. to our ACL. Yeah. And um, we had a dope picture of me carrying her off right. the floor. Mm -hmm. um, so we were up, but I saw, I saw Kiana Gaines. I like literally saw her grow into a monster player. Mm -hmm. Right when Love Hill went down, she turned into a, a straight beast. And I'm sure um, Spalding figured that they would be able to get us because um, I think we were only been up by like seven or eight. Right. And um, with, with Love Hill.
uphill going down. That's a big blow to us. But Keanu Gaines was able to step up, take on that role, and I knew the future was bright when I saw her do that. So, Sure turned out pretty bright now, didn't it? It turned out pretty good. As a head coach, what's it like for you to see signing day and to get to see these girls be able to get opportunities? I mean, we know about you know Kiki and Olivia uh, playing at major programs, but Mm -hmm. a lot of your players also getting opportunities like at Georgia Southern. What's it like for you to see these girls get opportunities like that? Um, As a coach, that's what you're supposed to be doing for to 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 improve a, a, a young lady or a young man's life, and being able to get a free education is definitely going yeah. to improve their life so um it's it's the biggest feeling the winning is cool and the state championships and parades and all that kind of stuff that stuff is cool but to be able to see your player get to go on and play um, collegiate basketball get an education for free that is that is the biggest thing that me as a head coach and i'm sure a lot of other head coaches that's what they want to see is see their players be able to go on and go to college. So we really go really hard to make sure that every kid that wants to play in college gets a chance to play in college. And what is that What is that process like, especially, you know, at the uh, high school level when you're, you know, taking calls from coaches? You know, what is that like for uh, women's basketball? Um, well, it's, it's, it's not a real hard process. It's not a real hard process. Um, with the Keanu Gaines and the Olivia Cochran's is is a long process because yeah. it's just twenty four seven. But with the other girls, look, you got two schools, pick one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's get it done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So so it's not a real hard process, but it's it's still enjoyable. It's enjoyable to see the young ladies get calls from the coaches and be able to talk to that college coach, and they get excited about it. So it's definitely something fun to see. What is your advice to some of the young girls out there who want to who want to play college ball or you know go through have a successful high school career and set themselves up to play in that to get that opportunity? Come to Carver. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I love that. I'm just joking. Gave you a layup, uh, Coach. So. <laughs> um, no, just you know, work, work hard. Um, don't don't just settle. Uh, if if you feel like you had a bad day at practice, don't don't just go home and go to sleep. Go home. If you don't have a goal in your yard, you know, go go in your driveway, get you a ball, get some work in, continue to grow, and that's what's going to help Columbus stay close to these Atlanta teams. You know, it, you you have these young ladies with trainers and and this type of person and that type of person, and a lot of us, we you know, we going home, going to sleep, yeah. you know, and that's what we can't do. We we the young ladies have to work and continue to try to grow with the game because. Like you said, women's basketball is growing really fast, and it's, it's more money to be made in it, and people are working that much harder to get a chance to play. And the only way we're going to be able to keep up is if we continue to work hard or work even harder so we can keep going too. And kind of piggybacking off of that, you talk, to, talk about the Columbus area and the talent that it has. You know, you have to play a lot of these teams. You know, and there was a streak that just got snapped this year that uh, it was, I think, five or six straight years that the girls for a state champion came from our area, whether yeah. it be Columbus or you or mm-hmm. America Sumter. Mm-hmm. You know, the state champion came from our area. You know, what is it like playing against some of this top talent? Hard and long. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you know, at one point we had Columbus High, Carver, and America's ranked one, two, and three. That's and it was crazy. and it was changing every time we played each other. Every, every time we played each other, um, it would change because we all beat each other once. We went to the region tournament with a complete tie. No other way. We had to flip coins and <laughs> all kind of stuff. So it's it, it's tough, but it gets your kids ready mm-hmm. for that run in the playoffs. So I mean, that's what you want. You you want you want those tough days. And the good thing about it is you ain't got to watch a whole lot of film. You know what they're gonna do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you play them two, three, four times. So. Um, it's like coaching in the ACC yeah, at that yeah, point, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but getting ready for a team like Luella is a whole different thing because right. you yeah. don't know. And, mm-hmm. you, and you're trying to watch them and watch them, leaving practice, going to watch them play. And um, it's just it's just a harder game to get ready for. Um, we got to wrap up here in a couple of moves, so we'll give you a couple more questions here, Coach. Uh, you, right. you've, you've won two state championships. Mm-hmm. What's the common denominator to, to having a state championship caliber team? Um. Again, the work that you put in. If, if you're willing to work for a state championship, you're going to have a chance to get one. Um, it's not just talent. Um, and a lot of people think that. Um, definitely a lot of people in our area, you know, we, we think that talent is what's going to win it. And that's part of it. You definitely got to have some, some, some players. But the work that you put in, the time that you put in, is, is what's going to really get you there. Can't can't escape the hard work. Can't <laughs> no, escape the gym. You can't skip it. Hey, listen, hard work beats talent any day, any, of the day. Week, any day of the week. So you have of all the, of your entire time at Carver, you know, what is your biggest takeaway about you know how your career is going? What would you tell Coach Hunley, who's you know over at Kendrick working under Coach Chicks? Like you're going to be a multi-time state champion. You just don't know it yet. What would mm. you tell him? Oh, man. I've never been asked that before. That's, really? I've never been asked that. Um, what would I tell the old me under Coach Hicks? Shooting up 200 shots for, just because. Shooting up 200 <laughs> shots just because. I'd probably tell him, man, you ain't got to do all this. Just go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I would tell him to um, to not get too frustrated. When times get tough, when, when things, I promise you, things weren't always good at Carver. Yeah. Um, and when things get tough, just to remember what you come from, remember what your parents taught you, um, and don't let it overwhelm you and get ready to make your run. That's, I think that's what I would tell them. Because with coaching, you have so many people that have so much to say about everything, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of frustrating days for me. It was a lot of, of, of days where I didn't want to do it no more. Wow. And um, and that, I think that's what I would tell the old me because if I if I had known that then, some of those pro- people would probably be would have been gone, <laughs> and I wouldn't even <laughs> dealt with them. So um, yeah, I think that's what I would tell the old me. Coach, we've had we've been lucky to have a lot of inspirational people on here. You're one of them, and I appreciate and, it. And yeah. One of the things we've learned: you can't skip the hard work, y'all. That's right. You just Definitely. can't. Nope. Definitely. We have one signature question we always have to ask all of our guests, signature though. Question. Yes, sir. So we okay. ask this question to all of our guests with the uh, caveat boy. that you have to help us out if we do so. Okay? We know you know some people, Coach. Yes, okay. we know you do. Okay. So who would you like to see us interview? Sit in that chair to be on our show. Anyone. 
could be anybody, and anybody. you have to help us out. But and I got to help you get there. Yeah, it's like, hey, look, we, uh, whoever this person is, Coach Hundley said that you know you'd be a good guess. Okay, who, who do you think? Okay, and we we're not just talking about girls basketball. No, it can be anybody. Anybody, absolutely anybody. It can be any sport, any school. We're just going to need your help though. <laughs> You're just going to need my help to get them here. Exactly. Any sport, any school. Mm. I swear, if you say Sue Bird, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. we have had a request to get Michael Strahan. That's here, also so. very. Can you get Michael Strahan here? Like, I don't know, man. Like, we're we gonna, we gonna get somebody. We're gonna get somebody that's. Um, we're gonna stick with basketball. Okay, okay. stick with basketball. We're gonna go with. I'm excited and nervous. Nervous and excited. Yeah, I'm trying to think who we might pick. <laughs> Let's go with jail term. Now that is a okay. great pick. Okay. Let's go Rex, with jail you might term. not might not know a lot about him. Lot Coach Turner um, won a state championship with Jordan back when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he uh, won a state title with the boys' basketball team and a, a long time head coach there and just one of the best coaches in our area wow. for a long period. Wait, was of time. that? The, I've heard I've heard stories about this team. This is the team that had like ridiculous conditioning, right? Yes. That, that, that they would always the run wind they, sprints they, and they, they ran suicides. They, they wouldn't get a basketball until maybe two days before they played. See, that's what I heard. It was kind of like, yeah. you are going to be in shape. I'll get you, you a ball eventually, yeah, but you are going to be in shape. In shape. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine how tired I'd be after one of them yeah. practices. Yeah. Coach, thank you so much for helping us out. And we got Coach Turner as a possible next guest. Yeah, I have, love that idea. We might have to do some suicides if we want to get that interview. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, stick around for a little bit. I'm not in game shape anymore, <laughs> Rex. I ain't been in game shape in about 12 years. Hey, me neither. Hey, we'll, we'll get it done, though. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Jack, another incredible guest here. Coach Hunley, a, a coach who, who knows what it's like to win it all. My biggest takeaway, I think, as I mentioned before, Jack, you can't skip the hard work. Can't man. skip the hard work. Carver, nope. Carver, yeah, we we see the highlights. You may see the girls wear the uniforms, make the buckets. We don't see the hours of hard work that they put in, and yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely. Definitely. So another great episode, and Coach Hunley, we appreciate you as always. Uh, Lewis, he's got the music queued up, which yeah. means it's about that time to wrap things up. Rex, where can the people find us? Guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, episode 26 of this, uh, of the On Your Sidelines podcast. We're a year old. We're a year old. And All it's right. the, as uh, Jack mentioned, it was the Kyle Corver episode since it's number 26. <laughs> but of Threes course, <laughs> you can check us out on WRBL.com uh, on any podcast you can get at Spotify, iHeart, and Apple Podcasts. But Jack, we also share this stuff on social media. Where can you find us there? Yes, indeed. You can follow us on Twitter at Rex Castillo TV, at J Patterson TV, on Facebook, WRBL Rex Castillo, WRBL Jack Patterson. Make sure you follow those News 3 Sports team accounts at WRBL Sports on Twitter, WRBL News 3 Sports on Facebook. Rex, my good brother, take us home. Guys, thank you so much again for joining us. Also, a quick shout-out to Olivia Cochran and Louisville in the Sweet 16 are hopefully making them their march towards the Final Four on the women's side. Uh, of course, they were number one overall seed. Incredible performance so far. But to all of our women basketball players here in Columbus, just know that Jack and I love going to these games. We Keep love supporting you Keep doing y'all. what you do. Keep balling, y'all. All right, guys, we'll see you in a couple weeks for our next episode. See ya.